Listen. Are we ready? No. Wow. Welcome to One Topic, where we try to stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. And my name is Greg Russ. Wow, we did it. <laughs> Matt, we made it. We got the, right. the, we got the show started, so let's end it. All right. Thanks, Thanks, for, Thanks listening. for listening. Be sure to rate and review us on the iTunes and thanks take care catch our podcast wherever podcasts are cut all right so this is your week Greg what are we talking about I don't really know what we're talking about I meaning I don't know what I would label the topic for this week Uh, I had the idea because I know that you keep notebooks around and now that everyone's got their phone with the note app in it you know you take notes throughout yeah. life and I've got the same thing I've got notebooks where I've just jotted down ideas at the time I thought you know they were brilliant insightful ideas and you read through and you th- and you say what the hell was I thinking this is embarrassing if I died right now and someone saw this they'd say wow that guy that guy was my friend how what a stupid thing he wrote there but oh. I wanted to look through some of these things just because I think it's an, in- an-, an interesting topic okay so I, I, in terms of presenting the show I, I told you when I was pitching it, I said, notes. But it's not really notes. Ideas? It's not all ideas. It's not all ideas. So I don't know what we could call this show's topic. There's a premise. Yeah. Um, notebooks? Yeah, but, you know, then maybe people are expecting reviews of notebooks. The school year uh, yeah. is coming to an end, but it's never too early to buy your students the latest in mead. <laughs> Yeah, do you like the spiral bound or do you like the the, the weird like gummy end ones or the one with the gummy end on the top? See, so someone could be expecting that and then they don't get that at all. Like, oh, well, you know what? If we if we lose a couple listeners because we disappoint them without we're not reviewing notebooks here. We're talking about maybe our history of writing notes. What kind of notes we write down? um, What kind of things? Um, I don't know how people don't make lists. I make a ton of lists. Shopping lists. Not just shopping lists. Cleaning but like lists. To-do to lists. To-do lists. Yes. Anything I think of, even if it's if it needs to be done today or, you know, in two months, I'll write it down because it just helps me remember. And if I don't do that, it just slips away. Where are you writing the lists? Um, <clears throat> Sometimes it's on my phone as like a running like long-term to-do list but a lot of times it's just a daily thing when i sit down um in front of the computer uh before the show starts i'll think about my day and all the things that i want to do when the show's over so that i can have a focused mind after the show because if i don't do that then i just go downstairs and i have lunch and then i think oh i get to watch something on bravo because something was on last night and so i'll watch that and then i'll think well i'll think about what i need to do after I watch this TV show and then I just kind of like, I just sort of wander. And then all of a sudden it's time to pick up the kids and I haven't really done anything. So it keeps you on track, but the show's not about lists necessarily. Lists can fall into this. It it doesn't matter what the topic actually it is. It it actually is. What we're going to do is just look through all these different means and notes and uh, the phone. I do have notes in here, which I find to be, Somewhat disappointing these days. There was it was something nice about carrying a notebook around with a pen mm-hmm. and writing the thoughts in your head. 
But, you know, it's the modern age, whatever. For me, physically writing it down makes it stick more than if I put it in my phone. If I put it in my phone, it's it's there for me to go back and and look at, but I might I'm going to remember to do the thing I wrote down if I actually wrote it down. Because using the phone has become a very passive thing at yeah. this point. Yeah. You're just you you know, you're writing a text and yes, you're trying to express yourself uh maybe it's to some degree even if it's the simple thing that you're trying to relay to another person it doesn't matter you're not paying mm-hmm. too much attention to it you're doing something else at the same time like in your case driving i always think it's insane i know you use voice to text yeah i do but it's still strange to me that you're so if you get the typo at that point it doesn't bother you that's why i couldn't use voice to text if i drove because i would see the typo and i'd want to fix it yeah it is hard a lot of times i just send it and don't look through it because then I'll find the typo and it will bother me. So I just send it. Well, that's a that's safer thing to do. I'm glad yeah. you're not editing your own text while you're driving. But but I am reading a text sometimes while driving. But to your point, writing it down, it's a more engaging process. So you'll you'll remember your list more. Um, but I, I there's no real way to jump into this other than just to do it, right? I have a question. How about okay? I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it this. I'll uh, sort of. We'll we'll put it in a context. When you were young, you kept. Did you keep like a journal, a diary, a notebook? Did no, you keep this we, kind of, t- t- type of like writing things down like you do now? No, well, the only journal I kept was one we had to keep in first grade, and it's got some really strange stuff in it, which I've shared before. I think mm-hmm. on uh, the radio show with Eric, um, that was the only time I actually wrote. It got to be later. In life, when I was more interested in writing, let's say, so that putting ideas down that could possibly become subject matter or a premise or something else for writing a larger piece, like a short story or, mm-hmm. or who knows, uh, a blog. I never wanted to blog. Yeah, I, never I, I liked that idea, but I'm not a great writer, I don't think. But you've been documenting a lot of your life, so you kept a journal. This is, this is just to look. I, I mean, at the time, what do you? Why do people journal? Just to look back on it later on in life and say, "Hey, wow, here's here's the life I lived." I mean, maybe you do personally. At the time, this so I have my first thing that I have is a journal from 1995. I think it goes back to 94. Like I might have added something from I don't know exactly, but. It goes, it's, it starts, oh, almost. There's missing pages. No, no, no. Well, the first entry is March 17th, 1995. So it was almost however many years ago. Well, it's March 25th today as we record this 2019. Do you have a March 25th entry there? That's one thing I did like to do anytime I had to write a journal that was dated is to look back for the exact date that it was. You know, oh. today being March 25th, you don't have a March 25th. Wow. Wow. I have, yeah, I have one from the 22nd. 1995. <laughs> 1995. It's so dumb. Just read it. This is what this show is. There's no real purpose other than to look back <laughs> on some of these things. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> it starts well. I've made another poem. How old am I in 95. Well, you were born in Two, 82. Three, four, five. So and you're, 13. And you're born in June. Yeah. So I'm 13, right? Or maybe 
12. I'm going to let you do the math. It's very simple math. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 82. In 92, I'm 10. <laughs> And you're counting on your fingers to get up yes, to 95. So you add the three, but you're not quite 13 yet because your birthday's in June. Right. So, so I think I'm 12. You're 12. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just, I just right. wanted to watch that play out. So I am very melodramatic during this time. And I think that that's why I wanted to keep the journal was because I want, maybe I felt like what I, I think I, what I felt was very important. And now I look back at it and see how unimportant and sort of, yeah, melodramatic it was. Well, so everyone says, well, feels that way. Still to this day, people feel like the yeah. stuff they have to put out there is very important. It's no different than someone who is still blogging at this point about their life. If you can make it interesting, sure, if you're going to present it. This is for you, though. Like, this this different type of journaling, which I'm sure would blow some people's minds. Like, what? It wasn't for public consumption? Yeah, interesting. Before it was. Yeah, because what what are die? I mean, I was trying to make it like a diary, like dear diary, you yeah, know. But it's for you at that point. It really might have just come from seeing it on TV, you know. Like Clarissa maybe had a diary, and so I wanted to have that, you know. Yeah, so something. It's okay. It seemed like that's, a teenage thing to do. It's maybe, a lot of work, though. So if that's the reason to do it, I feel like a lot of people would fall off pretty quickly. Like, ah, okay, that's not as glamorous as that TV show makes it because. Yeah. I'm not in a TV show. Little did you know, though, as you wrote this, it would be, it would be presented for public consumption. How many years down the line, Autumn? How many oh, years d- since 1995? Oh, oh, it's been a Thirteen. Thirteen. No, since 1995. Come on. Oh, from there. 95. Yeah. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it doesn't 18, matter. Read. Read 16, the. 17, 18, 19. 24. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I've never been great with math. Public I like math, but I've never been good with math concepts. Here. So I have trouble with simple math. <laughs> well, here it is out for the public. So many years later, March yep. 22nd, 1995. Yes. Uh, it says, well, I've made another poem. It's a very small poem, though. And here it is. Now I oh, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. <laughs> I know. Shut up. Warm and safe throughout the night. So lock the dreams. They give me fright. And then I wrote, or. <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Warm and safe throughout the night. So please don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> On the next page. Oh, great. This is why I wrote this down. Great original it. content there. Yeah, I know. On the next, uh, it says uh, underneath this poem, it says, "On the next page, I'm going to write Yoko Ono, John's widowed wife, a letter. I'm going to enclose the poem on the page before this one." So there's a poem here for Yoko. I, yeah. Now you never actually wrote this and mailed it to Yoko. Oh God! It's called "I Remember." <laughs> 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 that day in December, I remember, though I wasn't alive, I still felt your strive. The day was a blur that I don't remember. <laughs> that day in December, I remember. I want to think back in the days of your liquor, in the smokes and your pot, and the slur of your winter. Hmm. Liquor that day and in winter. The day in December, I remember. There should be a cure for the sadness I prefer. That day in December, I remember the mom. No, the his the monster with his cruelty cut off your life's 
your life and your misery to start our deadness, although we're alive. That is what I was going to send to Yoko Ono that I thought was so good. Would have been a treasured piece. I'm sure she'd still reference it in interviews today. Hi, my name is Autumn. Yes, the season. (laughs) I am 12 years old. (laughs) So this, hold on, this is... (laughs) The poem was for Yoko, but this is also the letter this that would be included. Accompany the poem. Okay. I first became became a fan by watching A Hard Day's Night and Help. At first, I didn't like the music when they made their transition from mop tops to hippies and their drug scene. But now that's all I ever listened to. I didn't know John was the one that passed. I was even planning to write him a letter. When I found out, I cried off and on for at least a day and a half. Even now, I'll cry when I hear all you need is love. A lot of people think I'm a big freak for liking such an old band. But I don't care what other people think. They're just there, T-H-E-R-E, just too uptight about caring what other people think of them. Anyway, I don't mean to show off, but I wrote a poem for you. It's about John, but I'm working on one for you. I'm afraid the poem is rather depressing, but it's (laughs) from my heart. It's called I Remember. (laughs) This is the stuff I thought was important. I don't mean to show off. Oh, honey, that wasn't showing off. Oh, God. So bad. So you never actually sent that. To, it says to at the end it says see it's depressing sorry i'm insecure about my poems well dot 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 i have nothing more to say but i'm planning to send you a card or a present for john and sean i think that really cool that they were born on the same day i'm sorry but i don't know when your birthday is <laughs> if you send me your birth date and things you would like i would definitely send it to you <laughs> I mean, it's sweet it's a you're you're a kid. Uh, I've enclosed a picture and a phone number. By the way, I live in Georgia. Just so you know about the time zones. <laughs> There's no diff. She was living in New York. I don't know. There's no difference in the time zone. <laughs> hey, in case you want to call, you know, I, I you should factor in the difference in time. <laughs> don't call too late. My dad won't let me talk on the phone after 7 p.m. <laughs> So if you call, Yoko Ono is going to send a 12-year-old something she wants for her birthday. No, no exceptions. Yoko calls after 7 and your dad answers, nope, nope. Sorry, Yoko. But, but it is Yoko Ono. I've had to set some ground rules here with my daughter. And I said no phone calls after 7. And I can't let, you know, I, if I make the exception for you, where does yep. it stop? Yep, it's a slippery slope, Yoko. Yeah, Have a where, nice day. Where does Clean. it end? When Daryl Hall calls, does he get to talk <laughs> after 7 p.m.? God. That's a nice thing, though. <laughs> like, you look back on these things, and you're a kid at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. somewhat embarrassing, but you had an interest, and you yeah. wrote a letter. Uh, I wish you had sent the letter, and it really would have been <laughs> great if she did respond and then said, send your gifts here that she <laughs> every year. Box. You sent her a, a birthday gift every single God. year. <laughs> No, I think, you know, that's the that's the thing that I've got from just a few years ago. I look at some of these things uh, and, and I'm highly embarrassed by them in this notebook I have here. No one else can see this, but I'll show you on the camera. It's all crossed out and it just has a big no. And, oh. I, and I crossed it out to the point where you couldn't act. I put X's over the letter. So there's couldn't no make way, it out. There's no way. To be, even your. Yeah. You didn't want even the future self to know about your thoughts during that. Part. No. And I'm curious as to what it was now, because it was something that I really hated. I looked back and said, you 
idiot, you <gasps> moron. How could you even put that in writing? Wow. You don't remember doing it? No. Like, I, when, how well, old is this? I, this is, well, here's the thing with this book. It doesn't seem that long ago, but uh, there's one in here that says, I'm a 28-year-old man living in an apartment with a mini fridge. Why is this okay? What kind of city is this? This is not okay. Yet it is. <laughs> so that's at 28 and at this point that's nine years ago yeah wow are you in new york then yeah i've been in new york going on 12 okay. years already um so going back to some of these notes i am 27 but by the time i crossed it out I, i'm sure it was 29 i'm sure it was a week later who knows what it was right i looked back and said no way am i going to do this um and there's weird things in this notebook too oh look at this someone wrote me a poem on a napkin. What's it say? I know who wrote this. It was the same girl's brush I had that got stolen. Oh, no. That Jesse. Not the brush. Life is Beautiful, which is a movie that I like. It is also these things. Magical, makes sense, makes no sense, and has good coffee and wine. Okay, that's it. I don't know if that's a poem. I don't know what this was. That is weird. That is <laughs> disjointed. I probably should have ditched her at that point. I waited three months. I also, for some reason, have some... Uh, this is so not like me. Why are these in here? Fortunes from fortune cookies. Oh, wow. How basic bitch of you. Yeah, I wouldn't... This is... <laughs> what do they say? Goodness is its own reward. What did I find in that? Why is this around? One thought driven home is better than three left on base. Okay. Wow. Yeah, see, that in itself is... Is embarrassing that I've embarrassing that I've got some fortunes locked up in a book. It does kind of match that poem or what, whatever that limerick was that <laughs> she wrote on the napkin. It must have maybe we got Chinese food together, and it's something yeah. that you know I become sentimental about many things. Right. So maybe it wasn't the uh, message itself. So it was just the fortune. So going and the into this, of Chinese food. Here's one. I'm using you. You're part of my experiment. I'm working to see if I'm capable of spilling my all to another individual. <laughs> and in, wow. my, in my mind, I think it was an idea of being in a relationship and being honest about what the relationship was. It's like, ah, nah, I'm not really into you. I'm just, this is an experiment. I want to see if I'm capable of this. Yeah. And, uh, God, this is tough to do live. I should have curated these. Because there are some... I should just jump in. And whatever it is, it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's embarrassing, Autumn. This could be... Please, did you hear what I read from my journal? That was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're you're 12 at that point. Yeah. If there's some angsty <laughs> stuff here from my late 20s. Okay. Uh, this is on the same theme. It's not that we have nothing to say to each other or don't share any common interests. We don't speak because I have nothing to say. I become so focused on certain aspects of my life that everything else around me may as well cease to exist. I pay absolutely no attention to it. This leads to a very few topics I'm well-versed in at any given time. We're just not hitting on one of those topics right now. <laughs> so you're trying to like... They're false conversations with people, probably why relationships are falling apart. Right, and like why aren't we talking? But I, th I, th I have a big thing in relationships where at first it's all new, right? So you share yeah. yourself with the person and they're somewhat interested and then it's done. It's like, I'm done. I told you everything. I don't want to repeat the same things over and over. 
It's like nothing left. What, what else can I tell you? I've told you everything. That's interesting. That's um, that's from uh, our town. Have you ever seen our town? I have not. Um, the, the it's an older married couple, and she talks about how when she, you know, she was real young, and it was this old time, you know, getting together where they didn't know each other very well, and she was worried that they would run out of stuff to talk about because she didn't understand that, like in a relationship, you just talk about as it's going like as the as time progresses you continue to talk it's not just only talking from starting at this one point and never meet moving from that point does that make sense that makes sense i have a big concern and then it, really an aversion of just talking about nothing just having right. those conversations of no substance i hate that but that's what most conversations it's a nice are. nice day. Oh, it is a nice day. I didn't think it'd be so warm. Me either. Is it going to stay this way? I think so. Bye. But even within a relationship, you have to have conversations about your day. It doesn't have to be as fake as that. But that's, that's not fake. That's like a na- like. I feel like that's how I talk to the neighbors. Yeah, it's hard because for me to reconcile. Because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> or like it's in hard. an elevator. It is hard for me to reconcile that. That that is actually what conversations probably become with most people. And right. I don't like it, so I'd rather just not say anything at all. I see. And, you know, I don't know if it's actually ever been a problem. Here's another one. I'm just testing out this pen in an effort to find out if it's as amazing as the claims say it is. My first impression is yes. <laughs> that sounds lonely. <laughs> People sure do like shiny objects. Saline nasal spray is not a substitute for contact solution. That's a- <laughs> That was a mistake. That was like- a mistake I made once. I think I, I was spending the night somewhere, and uh, I was wearing contacts at the time, yeah. and I didn't have any contact solution. And there was saline nasal spray in the medicine cabinet, and I said to myself, yeah. eh, "The contact solution, saline, right? There's not a difference. Oh, there's a it. difference." That next morning, I put those contacts in, and my eyes burned for hours. I ripped them out immediately, but they burned for hours. So I learned the hard way. Not a substitute. Okay. Noted. If anybody, if you don't like this episode, you just learned something. Yeah. See? Welcome. It's informative. That's right. So a lot of my old stuff that's, I mean, not the old, more recent old stuff is probably from like, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 years ago where I'm writing down a lot of my, uh, I think early on, I guess in my, in my journal, it really is like what you're doing, right? Where you're recording your thoughts. And as I got, I, I don't know, as I got older, I was writing down things that I needed to do and things I needed to understand, like credits for classes and how many credits I would need each year to practical. graduate. I, I have a ton of pages of Spanish notes in here. Of like present indicative, present progressive, the preterite, irregulados. So those are just notes from class. But they're not even from class. I think that I was just practicing and I needed something to write on and I didn't want to use my Spanish notebook or something. I have, you know, register for class, figure out which to take, put away the dishes, look into money, like vodka sauce, hummus, one hour of Spanish, buy healthy trim, buying diet stuff. Uh yeah, I, I, I'm I'm comparing when to take classes. Was there a point in writing that down? And it's serving a function, so I get that. But yeah. uh, going back to the one show, you know, how you act when you're alone, was there a part of you that liked the idea of someone else seeing you with a notebook with all these notes who would then think to themselves, oh, interesting, what's she got going on? 
Um, taking notes in public, 100%. Look at me with a notebook. Wow, you did it for a show. You're one of those people. Uh, no, I'm not doing it for. See, that's the thing. I bring the notebook be- and I write things down in the notebook because I need to write things down. All right. That's, but that, I'm that, definitely that, enjoying people looking at me like, what is she writing down? She's writing things down. <laughs> yeah, there's a distinction there. I'll give you that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I was thinking the person. It's even with a book. Don't you feel that way if you're in public with a book? You're like, I'm reading a book. Look at me. Oh, I overthink reading in public because it happens quite often in New York if you're on the train. Yeah. People will read books almost perpendicular to the ground, which to me makes it seem like they want everyone else to see the book that they're reading. So I make a real effort to hide the book. I don't want anyone to see it. This is stupid. This is complete overthinking on my part. There's no reason. Just read the book and who cares one way or the other. But I see the person trying to show off the fact that they're reading. Yeah, look at me reading the book. You curious about what I'm reading? I'm reading something interesting. I'm an interesting person. You want to know me. I was like, can't be that person. God forbid. And hide, hide what I'm reading. Yeah. Which is. See, I wouldn't. I, even though I do feel like there is a show and I am the star in a way, I don't. I wouldn't hold up my book so that people could see. I would. But I would still like the idea of what I must look like reading a book. Because <laughs> <laughs> it relays a lot of information. It does. Who's the kind of person who reads a book in public? Right. Wow. So here's uh, uh, a, yeah. here, here, I'll throw a couple more out. It's desirable for humans to be full of seeds. Fruit, on the other hand, not so much, unless you're the one responsible for growing the fruit. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid thing. A comparison, like a humans being full of seeds. If you're looking for someone to mate with, it's like that guy's got a lot of seeds. He's good. But if you get a fruit that's got a lot of seeds, you don't want anything to do with that fruit, oh. even though it did. It's stupid. That's what I'm saying. Don't think too no, deeply. No, I like. I, okay, that's stupid. But I like that you. I like the way that your brain thought of that. That's some, real weird. Some I people like have laughs that can't be differentiated from the sound of someone choking on gum. <laughs> It must have just been a person I came across who I couldn't stand. Uh, How to kill your relationship. There's a lot of this stuff in there. Be stubborn. Be contrary. Stop making decisions. Misguided self-pride. Taking your insecurities out on the other person. (laughs) Just basic stuff. Is that stuff that you were trying to remind yourself to do so that you could get out of a relationship? (laughs) Uh, Who knows at that point. I think it was more self-help. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you being oh. such an idiot? So if you've got something that's not, you know, your laundry detergent shopping list. Yeah, a lot of that is here. I, well, I did write a lot of stuff down in my phone. Let me see if there's anything. I wrote a lot of things down in my phone that I wanted to remember um, because I think I was afraid to put it in a notebook and it get thrown away. So, um, like I have these ideas that are, that are going to keep going and then they just don't. So like Ellie for a while was describing her poop. Every time she pooped, she was saying it looked like something. And so I started writing those down, but she only did it one more time and then has never done it since. (laughs) So the one, the only one it's the title of the note is called Ellie's poop. And the only thing written is three French fries in a McDonald's container. (laughs) <laughs> what do you, is this a, the beginnings of an art project yeah that which actually you could turn into an art project you could take all the different things that ellie's poop looked like and make models of them 
out of poop, fake poop, hopefully, not yeah. the actual poop. So that one was, again, French fries. It, three French fries in a McDonald's container. <laughs> this, you know, this could actually go somewhere for you to become an artist. Yeah. I think that would be an interesting art project. Right. What's the theme? It's, it's Ellie's poop. Yeah. My daughter's poop looks like certain objects. Right. And now here they are presented for you. <laughs> People apply their own meeting at that point. Sure. It's like, oh, it's so deep. And here's, mm. you don't even need to go that. I think it symbolizes, you know, how people feel alone in society. Yes. They're so alone that they look at their poop. It's like someone who would look at the clouds previously. And they'd find shapes in the clouds. But we've deteriorated to the huh. point where people are staring into the toilet. It's yes. a real commentary on our society and where we currently stand as a species. So there's another one here. It just is called British AF, like British as fuck. So I think I wrote down some things when we were in England that I heard people say. Oh, your recent trip, the one you just went on. Yeah, this was on August 4th, 2018 at 9.25 a.m. <laughs> it says, those ladies of Ada. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Uh, it's nice walking down the river this time of year. Aye, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just... It's normal things people say to one another, but you like the accent. I like the accent, and I don't think, I would never say those ladies have had her, right? Like, those ladies have had her, right? No. That's a very British way of, of describing something. Sure, definitely. They're, yeah, they're... I, I it is. <laughs> so you were just, no idea or thought to do something with this in the future i'm just curious why you wrote it down it's because you liked it it was amusing i just liked it i just wanted to remember that there was things that were happening around me and how british they were which i, I think is a good way to do this people take the photos constantly yeah now, you make little notes for yourself i don't take a lot of pictures and it all stems from um the first time i saw i think i've only seen it once the phantom of the opera with my parents i took picture no i looked through uh binoculars almost through the, the entire play. And then when I got home, I had trouble remembering it. And my Aunt Eileen said, maybe it's because you were looking through, through the binoculars. And so you weren't paying, you weren't like immersed in the show. You were only sort of looking closely at things instead of taking it all in as a whole. And I felt like that's the same thing you do with a camera, especially like at concerts where people are like taking videos or pictures of, you know, like the, you're missing it, you yes. know? And so, so a lot of times when we're doing things, I don't have pictures of our lives because I don't want to take a picture because it'll take me out of the moment, but then I don't remember it. So I, I guess I take notes on it instead. <laughs> No, I think it's a better way to do it. It can trigger the memory at that point instead of right. just replacing the memory, which a photo tends to do. Yeah. You just look at the photo and, oh, yeah, and you don't need to store it as much in your brain at that point. I like this. There's more imagination involved. Hmm. So you look back onto the time you heard these, these people talking in right. England. Those ladies of Ada. I wrote down that our flight was delayed because of, the, of a baggage malfunction. They were keeping us updated on it and said that we were lucky because the other airlines were getting getting back later than us, so we should be leaving soon. Then they made an announcement that there were two birthdays on board. The older woman, <laughs> or one older woman and another who was five years old. She asked for us to clap and cheer for them. I wonder if that's a tactic to keep us all happy and united together. 
like there really isn't a birthday, but they're having some issue that's making us not be able to leave. So like everybody, there's a birthday. We're all together. Yay. Yeah. So there's something in that circumstance that made it noteworthy to you. The fact yeah. that there's a problem. Okay. So the uh -huh. problem with the baggage. Yeah, I guess so. I think loading it onto the plane, like we were sitting on the plane and we weren't, we weren't taxiing for some reason. They and they were, were saying it's because some, the, the, the luggage thing getting up to the airplane, the cargo or whatever was broken. Something was wrong. So, and then they tried to tell you you were lucky. It's like, if you want to complain, you better realize that you're lucky. Yeah. And then I assume at this point you're feeling frustrated by it. Well, I just, I, I was fine. Like I can go with the flow. It's fine. Because but I, then I, I, I do like the idea of just fake birthdays. Yes, I feel like if I, I mean, waiters do that kind of thing all the time, you know? People are sitting you know, there. It, yeah, they're angry in the plane because you're not taxiing yet. And then like, oh, it's a birthday. You're like, oh, that's nice. Yay. <laughs> yeah, that, that, <laughs> and then we all feel united instead of start eating each other, you know? I, I think that kind of ties into that note I read off just quickly. People sure do like shiny objects. Not that there this is go. necessarily a shiny object, but so easily distracted. You take someone... I, it's a, I don't know if this is everywhere, but two of the post offices I've been in here are also a small convenience store. What a great idea. Instead of raising the postage price every six months. <laughs> that is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So they take Make all money the proceeds. Yeah, they huh? take the proceeds and the snacks, correct? Mm -hmm. and yeah. And they put it towards the royal It was mail. like a straight, it was like, this is a post, it had like the post office, it said it, and you walked in and it felt like a convenience store, like a gas station. And there was the post office way in the back in like a little window. It was mostly convenience store. So you should step in and you should save the USPS. I it's, got great ideas. It's a very simple idea. In my notes. It's right here. That's why it. you write the notes down because you recognize in things in life that you find interesting. Uh, I wrote down, uh, th sorry, I wrote down when we were at David Byrne and I wrote down the stuff that those women were screaming behind us. Oh, <laughs> Is that the note, though? Just women screaming behind us because... It, the first one is tucking sick because she said fucking sick. <laughs> fucking sick! That's what she said. Yeah, those... So we, when we, uh, uh, Greg and I were, were together um, with... Who was next to us? Oh, it was Nick and his... It was Eric's son and his girlfriend. No, his girlfriend. It was uh, Ian, who wasn't feeling oh, well. Oh, Ian! He Sorry. was feeling sick, and it was Eric's friend. My bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> I anyway, made a bad memory. The point is we were at that David Byrne show and the the people behind us just yelling nonstop. Like, like, and then the guy in front of us getting very angry and yelling, shut up. And then his wife becoming embarrassed that the guy's yelling at the other people. We were, we were yeah. just stuck in the crossfire. Crossfire. You'll get caught up in the crossfire. So I wrote down fucking sick. I wrote down, ah, <laughs> if he plays burning down the house, I'm going to lose my fucking shit. <laughs> Which he did play. Yep. She's like, oh, my God. And then, you know, in this particular production, it's a really sort of interesting looking thing. They have these people and they're kind of they're walking around. They have strange choreography. And at one point she said, are those dead cats? <laughs> you want the. Oh, it was so annoying. I'm, it I'm, was horrible. I was in a good spot that night mentally. I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't let her take me out. Yeah, me either. I, uh, I was looking for these notes. See, this comes up, and this is the. I there was. I was sitting in the park at one night, listening to a woman on a phone call, and it was mm. just, you know, I wish I could 
find it. Oh, that's exciting. I love that kind of thing. That's the kind of thing where I think I'll remember this forever because it's so weird. And then I never do. No. Okay. Here it is. I found it. April 22nd, 2016. This is just snapshots of this conversation I was uh, listening in on. Okay. I was listening to her talk, but she wasn't listening to me talk. I stood on my bed so I was taller than her, looking intimidating, but didn't really need to because she's already a midget. That was Mrs. I don't know who she's talking to, but just ranting and raving. Calm down. You need a Xanax. I wanted to shoot her in the face. We're not friends. You're craving it, but I'm never going to give it. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. God. Jen said you should buy a papushi, but you never did. I paid for it. What the hell is a papushi? (laughs) I I just I don't even know if that's this is what I heard and yeah. I and I spelled it P A P O O S H I. I don't know what a papushi is. Uh, there's more to it. Okay. So let's let's do a pickup here with uh, Jen said you should buy a papushi, but you never did. I paid for it. If you want the money for the papushi, I'll give you the money for the papushi. <laughs> I don't talk shit about you, Steph, to anyone. I don't give a shit about you. As she continued to talk shit about Steph. So that was a conversation that I listened in on. Yeah, people, you realize that people, awful. They say nothing at all. And they just run their mouths. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier, my biggest fear. There was another one here. Uh, It was July 3rd, 2013. One time Josh washed all my sweatpants without me knowing and then dropped them off to me all folded. And I was like, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this, is, this is how people conduct their lives there was, that was, that was needed a phone call was needed to express that and I was like thanks it was a long drawn out thanks thanks I've got something I can share this was March 25th autumn two years ago so, so again we're recording the show on March 25th this was March 25th 2017 have you ever banged yourself over the head with a pan no reason I did it. Just got up from the couch and felt like I deserved it. It was a, I don't, there's, there's a lot of dark notes uh, around you that. Really, did you really do that? Yeah, around two years ago. For some reason, uh, this is two in the morning I wrote that. I fell asleep on the couch and I think I felt like I should have been doing something with my, my yeah. night. And then I got up and I was really, I hated myself. And there was a pan sitting on the, uh, the burner, the oven, it wasn't, uh-huh. it wasn't turned on, but it was just sitting there. And yeah, I hit myself over the head with it. There's a sickness. Wow. You still want to be my friend? Here's one. Tomorrow he was going to change his life. He meant it this time. The next day he ate ice cream and looked at naked ladies on the internet. Oh, man. You feeling bad for me? Yeah, that makes me sad. Oh, I, <laughs> sure. I, I know you're going to get to something. Let's just run through this depressing part here now. Yeah, go ahead. This can be the depressing section of the show. Sure. That way you can... Uh, I'll read my depressing poetry from when I was 12. Yeah, when you were 12, <laughs> and me two years ago. It was a, it was just a, you know, a bad part of my life. I don't know. I wasn't feeling good about myself. Drugs? Um, to 2017? No. no. It was a little bit before. It's weird going through my notebook that has my depressing thoughts and ideas yeah and how it starts out i'm 12 right and then it really is just for a year it's not even a full year it starts in march and then the last entry is in november 
and I'm on the bus to Jekyll Island. And I'm sitting with Justin and Jason watching, uh, and Jason's watching me write this. We're watching Three Musketeers. They keep showing all the girls' boobs. The movie would be a lot more interesting under different circumstances. I didn't think the trip down would be this boring. Right now we're in Macon. But that cool guy, Tim Curry's in it, the movie. I think he's really cool. He's really mean in the movie, though. Wait, this is your depressing time? <laughs> no, it's not. I think it gets real. It's like I got super depressed and weird. Like I was crying in the notebook so that and it was like blurring the lines in the page so that I would remember like this is my liquid sadness. <laughs> and the- then I'm just like, maybe <laughs> maybe my hormones have leveled out a bit by the end. And I'm like, Tim Curry's cool. <laughs> I like that you worked your way out of that. You worked through it. I guess in a so. short amount of time. Oh, and it gets real sexy too. Like I'm real in school when John and I would hug, he will go down for my butt, but don't worry, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't>. <laughs> <laughs> if we need to break that one apart, I uh, anything you'd like to share in regards the to other, that note? The other day in math he was rubbing my leg, but the whole time, all I could think about is whether I shaved my legs well enough. Isn't that goofy? <laughs> but tomorrow, Tuesday, I'm shaving especially well. Oh, by the way, I forgot to write the Beatles. <laughs> Still really obsessed with the Beatles. Well, you're focusing on your shaving habits. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got to get to the Beatles. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, here's some of these. This was, uh, I, I brought this up some, I, I don't know. I I think once I talked about a note. All he wanted to, all he wanted was to share the beauty he saw in the world with another person. He couldn't find anyone. That's a bit angsty. <sighs> yeah. I can't yeah. be happy because, quite frankly, I'm disgusted to be human. Not for the traditional reasons, selfishness, general stupidity, but because we're just animals, which means I'm one too. My brain wants to figure itself out, not to be clever, but to be disappointed and defeated, completely let down by how uninspiring and accidental. It all really is. Uh, this this I brought up before on this show. Uh, I think coping mechanisms. I'm just waiting to die. From the moment I learned of death, it instilled such fear that I've been frozen ever since. Life is only romantic from afar. I think that was this idea you can watch and make a lot of even mundane situations romantic. But when you're in the middle of them, it's like, ah, this oh, is, yeah, this is pretty and like hindsight kind of thing. I don't want to be an old man with stories of better days gone by, so I just make sure I don't have any better days. That's <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's some logic there, right? Yes. I'm just setting up my life so that I'll never actually get old. I'd prefer my kid to deal with my death of natural causes at eight years old than for me to have blown my load at fifty getting I don't know what this one means. <laughs> continue what does it say it doesn't make any sense i'm just setting up my life so that i'll never actually get old i'd prefer my kid to deal with my death of natural causes at eight years old uh than for me when the to, kid is eight yeah getting to wait 30 i don't understand what it's when the kid is eight then getting to wait 30 years when they're 38 yeah let's move on from that one uh, okay. story, here's a story. Do you want to scratch out no in this part of the podcast? Yeah. No. Yeah. That, idiot. that would be one that would be what the no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, 
a story about a guy who dies, but his neighbors can't say anything about him because they never spoke over 20 years. <laughs> ah, there you go. That was, uh, uh, it wasn't all so depressing. Sometimes I find humor in these things. I write the notes down and I think that I could shape them into stories that on the surface are somewhat depressed, depressing, but inside they're sweet stories. I think that's the goal with a lot of this stuff. And then there's things here. Uh, we preserved their love, fostered it in the only way it could exist. It wasn't to be romantic. Maybe this is about us. Not then. It wouldn't have worked. It would have been a slow, painful death. This is how it survived, by existing exactly as it does between us right now. I love you, and I can confidently say I always will. That couldn't have been if we went a different route. It applies to us. Sure. Aw. <laughs> so, you know, it's not all the most deep, dark, depressing stuff. And then I have uh, my art project, and then I'll let you get back to yours. Okay. Uh, I, I wrote a list of possible photo projects. I don't know how these would be presented in photos, but I had this period. It's like, I'm going to start doing photography. Times I'm, I'm, times I'm embarrassed to be human. Trying hard to fit in. Trying hard not to fit in. Trying hard to fit in while trying hard to appear as if you don't care if you fit in. Assigning meaning, even when none is needed. Habits and or routine. Uh, sad people eating ice cream. <laughs> wow. That'd be a good photo project. Sad people eating ice cream. Yes. Just have to find the sad uh, subjects. So that's it. I mean, on, on my end, there's a little glimpse into the secrets of my notebook. Uh, it's not also depressing. I like pointing out the depressing stuff because... Anyone listening, it's not, it really isn't angsty to me when I write it. It's more matter of fact. Right. I'm not, not sitting around feeling sorry for myself. It, it's as I stated, these are ideas. And I think there's actually humor in these ideas. And it expresses the state a lot of people of the world for a lot of people. And if you can exploit that somehow, but also inject some kind of hope. That's what I would like to do with a lot of these notes is to actually flesh them out and write you know, some kind of stories with them, but I never do. So my notes are more like trying to remember things. I'm not really trying to get anything out of my head on paper because I'm feeling some way or I'm observing something. It's more about, I want to remember something. Yeah. Which as I said before, I think is a good way of remembering things. Yeah. Especially with all the technology we have around us and people are just snapping photos constantly uh, yeah. Or taking videos. I like the idea of writing a little note, which then jogs your memory, and you remember whatever happened. Maybe not necessarily for what it was, because you know we do have a an ability in our brains to modify our memories. But that's part of it. It's like so, then it triggers whatever your memory of that is. See, that's yeah. romantic to me. From afar, that's romantic. So this to I, some of the things that I write down to help me remember sort of take away some of that romanticism because it puts me back in that moment and I get to remember what really happened or even not just the romanticization of some romanticization of something. It's more like the the not hindsight is 2020. It's the rose colored glasses like right. You can look in the past with rose colored glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a note. Um, that I wrote, I told Ellie while crying a little bit after leaving our apartment, the, the worst apartment, the apartment that we hated um, in Laurel that we moved out of in a hurry. Um, 
for the last time that she made my life and time in the apartment very special. It all came from the apartment and I, oh, I don't know. Like I said, I hate it. I hated it for so long. But then Ellie was telling me that she was sad because she was going to leave her room and her bathroom (laughs) and the tub and the porch. And it reminded me of her experience in the apartment. Yeah, Uh, which is a sweet thing because, I mean, it's obvious, but as a kid, you're not thinking about all the crap that went into making that apartment a bad place because the apartment itself wasn't the bad place. Right. It was the experiences with the neighbor was the main thing, right? Yes, the neighbor was mean to us. (laughs) I I don't know if the location for you was any good. No, the location sucked, but for Ellie, she loved the porch and she loved her tub and her room. Yeah, it was a place. It was a place for her where she lived with people that she cared about. So that made me really sad that I was taking that from her, you know? But it's kind of nice in the same way because she, she had a whole different sort of view of that place versus what I had. Yeah, so it, changes, ha- it can change your perspective on it a bit. And, you know, from what you told me about that apartment, you should have moved. And I'm glad you got out of there because you're much yeah. happier at the place where you live now. Yeah. But, you know, you see something, again, through a child's eyes. This comes up quite a bit with people. But, yes, there's something about the innocence of the way a child sees something. But also, you know, it, it hits you as a sweet memory, maybe to as a cherry on top of that awful existence yeah. there. And now you have it written down and you can look back on it and and think nice thoughts. I also have um, my funeral music. Do you ever write down music that you want to be played at your funeral? No. For as much as I think about death, no, I surprisingly <laughs> have not made a playlist for my funeral. <laughs> what do you have? My Life by the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Yoko will show up. Yeah, maybe I should tell her. You... you know what? Now she won't. Because she never got presents for her birthday. No, she's angry with you. You promised presents and you never delivered. Give Me Love by George Harrison. I was starting to write down a bunch more, but then I stopped because this is really weird thinking. A lot of the music I was choosing and thinking of putting in my funeral playlist was stuff that I wanted that I knew that Eric would like. I kept thinking like, yeah, Eric would be really into that. Eric ain't going to be at my funeral, you guys. Well, let's hope he's not at your funeral. (laughs) I mean, it'd be sad. So that was like a dark thought where I was like, I wanted to impress Eric at my funeral. It's still interesting that, okay, yes, the age difference aside that he should die before you. So if he's there, something went wrong with your life. And that's sad. But you would make a playlist to impress him. I don't know. Maybe that has to do with me feeling like I'm still being seen. Not right? even a playlist. Even in death, I'm so, still seen. So how does the playlist play out? And how long is it? Does it go on for 30 minutes? And so people <clears throat> file in and the casket's up front. And I won't be in a casket. What, are you going to be cremated? Nope. What? On display? Gonna, on display. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a natural birth. Uh, natural birth. <laughs> I'm going to have a natural burial. I'm just going to be like laid out, maybe like a shroud over me flowers so how's the music factor into this there are places i remember it's just in the background just playing it's nice there's food so you're already in the pit with the shroud i'm just out in the house or something in a a shroud (laughs) people are coming to see me say goodbye and then i'll be buried in the garden like in one of those garden 
cemetery things. Okay. And then, so the music is something that's it's needed. Playing. It's, it's the theme of the, yeah, it's just playing in the background. Like you have music, uh, dinner party music. I'm going to have my funeral music. People file in. Yeah. And yeah. they see your body there on display. And the and if they listen, they'll playing. be like the Jurassic Park theme song. <laughs> is, that, is that actually part of it? <laughs> no, but maybe I should put some funny stuff in there. Do, 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 it's very sweet. That's, I had that in our wedding. We had a uh, we had we made the accompanist learn the just the piano version for uh, Jurassic Park theme song. It's very beautiful. That part of it, or yeah. The, or the other part. Dun, 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 no, not that one. So I wanted people sitting in the in the uh, uh, church, just milling around, talking, looking at the you know the book or what is that book thing you get the the it has like the list of things that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the program yes and they're you know thinking oh, oh yeah, this is a wedding it's nice well what time is it whatever and then like what's that what's that music is that is that Jurassic park i like that idea <laughs> did it get the reaction you wanted i know you're hiding at that point but did you get word? i don't know i i'm not there to i can only hope and you know what i won't be there at my funeral either so i hope people will notice the jurassic park theme is playing at autumn's funeral <laughs> it's a nice way to go i say i i, I guess my mind you know, can really, you know, get into this death thing, huh? But if I, when I die, a cremation, I think, is the way to go. And then people mm-hmm. can do whatever they want. It's like, you want to have a memorial? We can. We just do it whenever. If you want to wait three years, that's fine. Wow. What, to, like, do something with your ashes or something? Yeah, no rush. I don't want to yeah. impose on people after I die. Sure. It's like, hey, you've got life, lives going on. And, yeah, I'm dead. Get me cremated. And then when you have some time. Get some people together and go do the thing. You need to write that down in a notebook. That so thought. you don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> but if people did find this, though, as I've explained, it, I explained it well. It's not as depressing as it may seem. No, but, but it is, especially when it's. Ba- I think it, it's back to back, right? You're looking at one note and then the next, and then the next, and then the next, and it is like from a madman. At well, that point. there was a period there where I didn't like myself much. Yeah. And then I, I mean, if you want the best note, we can close it off with okay. the note on a different, a whole different notebook. Let me walk over here. Okay. And get it. It's actually more of a journal. It's only got one thing written in it. Uh, this can be, you know, the future. But this, this is going to sound probably cheesy. I don't know. I would, maybe should be embarrassed to share it. The only thing I have written in it is I forgive you. And it was like directed at myself. And that went a long wow. way. I know that sounds stupid, but like writing that, because like, why am I being so hard on myself? It's like, why am I just constantly beating myself up? It doesn't serve any purpose. Um, and nothing good comes from it. And I, there was a point like, stop, stop. And then I wrote, I forgive you. And, and there's nothing else. It's got pages and pages and pages of blankness. Nothing yet, but the idea is now new ideas will go into that one. Uh huh. And some of them probably still be dark and fucked up, but that's okay. Yeah. Not well, as self-deprecating, maybe. And self-deprecation is okay too. Yeah, it's just not getting stuck in it. Moments yeah. of it's fine. Yeah. I'm not getting stuck in it. So there you go. It's weird. Maybe I think I don't write stuff down like that because I don't feel like they're as important. Like I understand that I have those thoughts, but that they go away and they're not, they don't have as much weight, I guess. Yeah. Well, maybe they have too much weight for me. Maybe I'm putting yeah. too much mm-hmm. weight into these thoughts, but uh, that's, we can end it on that. Cause that's uh, yeah. it's looking up. 
I'm a little positive note there. Greg? Yes? I forgive you. Well, you don't need to forgive me. I didn't do anything to you. I forgive myself (laughs) for whatever the things. Autumn? I forgive you. Well, thank you. I forgive you. And that is this week's episode of One Topic. Thanks for listening. Rate, review us on iTunes and the other ones. And wherever Autumn can be found, she'll tell you now. Uh, You can find me everywhere online at Auto Pritz, P-R-I-T-T-S. I was reading through some of the uh, reviews on iTunes, and they were really cool. So I really appreciate everybody who reviews and has something fun to say and why you like the show, and we're really glad. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Keep saying nice things. Don't say anything bad, please. Yeah. Because <laughs> then I'll go yeah. back to that dark place and have to put more notes in my notebook. That... You'll have to rip up that page that says I forgive you. Oh, yeah, that one's going to it'll come out and I'll burn it. Yep. So that would be on you. Maybe um, could you uh, take a picture of something that you wrote down? Was it? Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Hold on, Greg. Go, go, go. I just wrote it down. I don't know what notebook I'm in anymore. There's too <laughs> many notebooks. Know. Where's the one for today? Oh, get Greg to take pics of journal to put on Facebook. Yeah, I'll take some pictures. Yeah, and then we could post it with when this episode airs so that people can go to our Facebook page and look at some of the stuff. And I'll post mine too. Okay. Okay. I'll get some of those. Okay, good. Old journal. What am I looking at? Old it's journal. Old journal. From old 19, journal. 1995. 1995. Old journal from 1995. Old journal. Old journal from 1985. 85. 95. <laughs> old journal.